Isn't it nice to make new friends? Isn't it nice to make new? No, I'm just making. Them. <laughs> hey, Jason, <laughs> hang with me. We're we're new friends, and uh, dude, what an opportunity we have to to become better friends. It's nice to have funny friends. It's nice to have female friends and to have female funny friends in this stand-up comedy world. I'm psyched that. You're so uh, eager to do the show. I'm so happy that you're on. And thanks so much for your for your time. You're so welcome. Thanks so much for, for joining me. Oh, thanks for having me. No, new friends are cool, man. Yeah. I love making new friends. Yeah. <laughs> All so, the friends. So something I'm really super fascinated with is, like, role models. I'm really super fascinated with, like, your inspirations. What... Who were people, comedy or not, entertainment or not, just people who inspire you, things that make you like go, I want to be like that, and I know I don't want to be like that. So positive and negative, what are your, your archetypes, really? Hmm, I'd probably go with, uh, I guess one of my favorite ones from all of time would be Leia Salonga. She is, uh, she's the voice of Jasmine. Um, she's done... She's done like a few Disney mu- movies, uh, Miss Saigon. Uh, mm. She did she, wonderful, wonderful like voice. Uh, she's I, I used, I'm really into musicals, and that was like somebody that I definitely looked up to. Um, and she's also from the Philippines too, so that's mm. uh, I'm Filipino, so like it was just somebody that I could relate to and like I could look up to. So she she was great. Um, she gets invited to the Tonys every year too, and that's one of my goals to get yeah. that invite to the Tonys wow. every year. I love goals, I love goals <laughs> oh, yeah. so much. I love it. That's great. Um, yeah, her, um, Beyonce, because Beyonce. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. don't need to explain it anymore. Like, <laughs> if you say somebody whose name I don't know right off the bat, maybe maybe a little right. explanation is needed. But when you say Beyonce, there's no explanation needed. But that. Uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but Jasmine is the name of my car. That, that um, we call my car Jasmine. It was um, my brother. It used to belong to my brother and his boyfriend, and and I kind of inherited the car, and I just kept the name, and, and they called it Princess Jasmine. Oh, she's pretty, huh? <laughs> what kind of car was it? It's a two thousand two thousand late. Uh, Mitsubishi Lancer. Ooh, <laughs> it still works, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah it's great. I love it. It's got, yeah. it's got good gas mileage, and um, I mean, it doesn't go very fast, but it gets you where you're going. I dig it. It's 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 tan though, and you know the Louis C.K. bit. Like nobody nobody buys a tan car; they give you a tan car. You don't right. <laughs> Oh, it's a tan car. <laughs> there's, I feel like there's a stigma with like tan cars. Like yeah. that's your hoopty right there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like that was a that was a hand me down car. You're driving a driving a Goodwill car. Oh, cars, man. We don't have a car right now, but there's there's just no need in the city. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean. You're you're like right there in 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 Center City, right? Yeah, uh, we're we're right by No Libs. Okay. Yeah, so um, or Silk City. Do you know where that is? Like we're right around here. Okay, cool. cool. Yeah, I mean, I've 
I've heard of it all. I I don't think I've ever been there, but cool. Where are you at right now? I live in Langhorn. Oh wow! So that's you know, like... like where Sesame Place is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, I live near there. Is Sesame Place still open? No, I mean it's not open. COVID. Not right now. Closed, yeah. But, I mean, it's still a thing. Yeah, of course. It's still a thing. It's just not a thing that people are uh, currently doing during this climate. Oh man, I was so excited when I went to Sesame Place. I was just like, I'm on Sesame Street. Yeah, the, Big Bird. You were like, is this where it is? Is this the the yeah. Sesame Street? That's what I really thought when I was a little kid. Yeah, I don't even know how I got here. How did I get here? I for sure want to oh. film a sketch on the street. Like, it's closed now. Like, we should be allowed to go in and film. Like, that would be that would be super neat. I wonder if you could get permission to do that. That would be dope. Uh, yeah. It's owned. Did you know that, that Sesame Place is owned by Anheuser-Busch, the beer company? I did not know that. Like, why the hell? <laughs> Wait, so do they do they serve beer there? I don't, think I, they, I don't, I don't think remember. They I'm pretty. I don't know. I don't think they do. I don't. I'm, it'd be pretty weird if like Big Bird was sloshed. I mean, I could just see like a drunk performer in a suit just getting by on the day. No wonder they ask you how to get to Sesame Street. They're drunk. <laughs> yeah. Can you tell me how? <laughs> yeah. Um, where are we going with that? Oh, we we're talking about things that inspire you. Stuff that you're inspired by. Um, let's see. Um, you know, Elmo was really inspirational growing up. Oh, Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> it really ties it together. This yeah. Name, Elmo. Now, I feel like Oh, some of my role models, they're like, they're like anime characters. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, there was, you know, like, I would have real people, like, like I said, Can like, Leo Slonga, Beyonce, um, probably uh, Sailor Moon growing up. Did you know I, what's I really cool about, about, like, Sailor Moon and, like, and, like, the Avatar and, like, characters from Dragon Ball Z, they're not humans, so they can't make the mistakes of having <laughs> scandals and sending dick pics to underage children and <laughs> things like that. There's no scandal. <laughs> maybe maybe the voice to actors, but maybe we'll let's try to separate the art from the artist. Yeah. I mean, that's, um, that's what they had. And then um, comedians? Probably Wanda Sykes. Love Wanda Sykes. Exhausting. Yeah, that's that's sass. Like, it, it's so great. I love that on the stage. Like, it just makes makes me crack up. Like, uh, Chris Rock. Like, with he just has like real themes. You know, mm-hmm. the Tambourine um, special, the last Netflix special, was really good. Like, he yeah. did such a good job with that. I always enjoy it. I um, mean, I'm sure he's not looking for my validation. I mean, he's got. Bigger things going on. He's not. He's not caring about the guy. The guy near Sesame Place. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> well, he, he's always like just covered these things that like even are like alive even in this political climate right now. Right. Like he's covered. He's covered police brutality and like 
you know, systemic racism and all of that and all of his bits years ago. And like, like I, I, I remember watching like I, I watched Bring the Pain probably quite a few times um, mm. during during quarantine. And I'm just like, wow, this is this is this aged really well. This, mm. you know, this material aged really well. Like yeah. in terms of like, I mean, the crack epidemic is like it's not as huge as it was before. But uh, that was the thing that well, that's it's, thing it's like replace that for the next thing. The, do the yeah. 2019, 2020 replacement of crack which would be you know meth or meth yeah, <laughs> yeah. meth right. or um or or social media yeah oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> there there are days where i just need to get off of social media just like it's, it's so addicting it's <laughs> so ridiculously addicting i i mean i wish that i could like fight off the urge to like check my phone every 10 minutes i i can't go that long without looking at my phone and especially that like it'll it'll give you the screen time and how much you've been looking at it like oh man i gotta i gotta cut that down (laughs) like it'll it'll be like some ridiculous amount by the end of the day i'm like well i gotta make an effort to change that yeah um i i actually i i lowered my screen time by buying a nintendo switch (laughs) <laughs> oh, that'll do it. That'll, that'll oh, I replaced it with another screen. <laughs> yeah, that'll yeah. cut down one screen time, but the other yeah. one doesn't count. It, it doesn't. It doesn't keep track, is what I'm trying to say. I mean, it does count. Sure, it counts as screen time, but it doesn't keep track of how much screen time that is. I mean, maybe it does, but it doesn't give it as concise. They track the hours you play. Okay. The games <laughs> and like it, it's, you could actually like if your if your friends list can actually see how much time you've invested in a game. Right. So right now we're at a hundred hours into Animal Crossing, but I'm I'm pretty sure 50, 50 of those hours are like just me falling asleep <laughs> with the switch in my hand because I'll do that <laughs> often. There's I'll just play I'll I'll play games until I like fall asleep, just nod off. You wake up. You- with your Twitch that you're setting up, like you didn't set it up yet. You don't have like a a whole thing going yet, or do you already have that? Um, I made an account, but I haven't started streaming yet. Um, I just got a capture card, uh, which would like help me stream everything. But uh, you know, like I just like to be able to just plan a whole month of content in advance and like just kind of like know where I'm going with everything. Um, instead of just like diving right into it, like some things I, I, I'm really comfortable with just diving into it. Other things I'm just like, I know this requires planning, so I need to do this. Um, <laughs> it, it's and like I've just been like watching like videos and like reading things on like how to be better at that. Okay. Yeah. Can, can I can I admit something to you? Yes. I'm no good at video games. I'm very bad at video. I'm like, I, 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 I identify as an outcast and a weirdo and a dork, <laughs> but I just do not uh, pick up the skill set of playing games. Like, I love games. I love games. I can get into playing games, but I just am no good. Once I get to the point where like I failed at the same thing a bunch of times, I just give right up. <laughs> 
Well, it depends on the genre for me. Like some some games, I have to like really get the courage to play it. Um, mm. Mainly the scary ones, mm. because I'm just like sitting there and I'm like, oh god, something's gonna jump out at me. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> and I just wail and scream. Um, what about uh, like? Any, have you played any like scary games on like Oculus or anything? Oculus is uh like, like, like would the, that be like VR headsets? Uh no no actually wait. I went to I went to this place in No Lips and they have like a VR room and mm. one of the games is that you have to find the killer clown. And I'm in the dark room and I have to find the killer clown and I can't look at it in the eyes. If I look it in the eyes I die and I have to start all over again yeah, and I just I no, <laughs> I, I, there's a video of me out there somewhere of just me losing my shit in the game room, just like ah. <laughs> they sh- they yeah. should be like, make sure you peed before you play this game. <laughs> make sure you take care of the pee pee before you go in this game. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was. I also had like a few beers before that, so uh, well, <laughs> I was yeah, definitely that can, that, that can contribute to. Uh... <laughs> can contribute to the the um the urgency of your evacuation oh yeah i was like can i go back to killing zombies i'm over this game already i have no intention of finding the of the killer clown in this room it's um what's the name of that film with um the clown that like pops up from under the bed and like grabs the little boy not it no um it's like a puppet clown they they make a parody of it and um in scary movie. Mm. I don't know. But Saw? It just, it, no. 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 Um, puppet Clown. Are you Googling it? I am. I just, I need to know things sometimes. <laughs> oh right, yeah. God. I mean, I, I, uh, I think I've, I've tried to cut down the scratching every itch the second I have it. <laughs> <laughs> I've really calmed down with that. So, like, when it comes to the screen time I have, it's less about scratching an itch and more about like, it's more about like putting jokes out there or like, kind of, kind of like interacting with people who are also putting jokes out there. Ooh. Okay, well, it's a psycho. Psycho. psycho? Yeah. Is that what the game's called? Oh, no. Or that's what the dead movie? silence. Dead oh, dead silence. Okay. Yes. Oh. That killer <sighs> clown. Wait, wait, wait. Oh man, was what was the Tooth Fairy movie? Oh, I don't even know, dude. But I know what you're talking about. There's puppets. So yeah. So stupid. The, the ventriloquist puppets and yeah. the old lady, and uh-huh. she's just like me. Like I have the are puppets st- in my. Hand. Are you sure that that wasn't called Dead Silence? Oh, I wait, think that, it, that might be it. Yeah, that's the that's stupid it. tooth fairy yeah. movie. <laughs> okay. I, okay, that's also a Pinterest page. Never mind. This is probably just a mood board of killer clowns, which I will kindly pass on. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was afraid of like the it for the longest time. <laughs> I, dude, yeah. I just watched the, the remake and I hadn't seen I hadn't seen it. I hadn't I still haven't seen the second one. But I'm like psyched to see it. Like I made a point, like went way out of my way. 
I don't know if you heard. I think I was talking about it with with Jay that I've like been sitting down and just watching a bunch of movies that I missed, or like some movies that like are old movies. Like I just watched like What About Bob the other day. What about Bob? It was a Bill Murray movie from the nineties. I I've never watched it. Uncle <laughs> Buck. I was watching Uncle Buck, like the other day when I was hanging with Jay on here. Yeah. <laughs> it was like. Just a random assortment of like older stuff, but I don't think I really liked the original it. Not that I like was too scared of it or anything. I just was like, it's boring. Yeah, Bo- kind kind of boring to me when I, I was younger. I, yeah, well, I was I was terrified when I was younger, and and then I watched it again as an adult, and then I read the book. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, okay, we're, we're doing fine. But there's, there's a lot of, that book is thick. Have you seen that book? Yeah. Yo, like throw like three C's on that book. It's thick. Like, uh, <laughs> and there's, 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 it gets really like gory and like so specific that like with the remakes, like there's so much information that you have to like cram into a single film. Um, and like, like the sub, like I, f- like the, oh, you haven't watched the second one yet. <laughs> I'm not gonna spoil it for you, but no, I haven't yeah, it. it's on HBO. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch it eventually. I, I did like it and appreciate it, just knowing from like, from a standpoint of like from the book, and like understanding how like some specific scenes are like, you know, relevant to the film, where um, some people like didn't get it. That's all I'm gonna say about it. So, let, let's. I'm, I'm like obsessed with timelines. I don't know if you if you heard me talking about that, like the uh, time stamps, time capsules, right? I like, love timelines. This episode, right? Like, let's say for real time for you and I, the the day is July eighth, twenty twenty. The people listening to this episode, it'll be the future. Like, it's the future when they hear it. But for us, it's right now. My and God. their right now is going to be different than our right now, of course. You guys are the future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Stay past me. Hi. <laughs> hey, future me. This is you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, in that's, that, like my, uh, that's my favorite thing to watch, though. Um, like, just, just timelines of things. Or... Yeah. Um, or what one of my favorite like video game series is the legend of zelda mm-hmm. yeah he's a time traveler like mm-hmm. yeah he's he's like my favorite like i i um i, I used to work at gamestop look look i i'm not good yeah. at video games but i worked at gamestop <laughs> uh probably 2011 probably 2011 yeah. i worked at gamestop and uh the ocarina of time game came out for the wii when yeah. i worked there so I had to like take a lot of pre-orders for that, Joan, to get my to get my numbers up. Had to yeah. keep my numbers up to make sure I got to keep my 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 part-time job that was keeping me employed for two days a week. <laughs> get, get those sales in. Got to get yeah. that sales in. <laughs> we got to get that pre-orders in for five dollars. <laughs> what was uh, what was your selling point for for Ocarina of Time? I was like, I. I remember the games that I sold the most, uh, 
the most pre-orders for, but I don't remember that one. But I remember there was a video. Uh, there was a wrestling video game coming out, but it was like WWE All Stars, and it was like it was like like the com. It was like the old arcade video games, but like with the current roster, and you could like do all these like dream matches with it. And I used to like really sell people on that. And I got a ton of pre-orders on that. I think I was like number one on that, <laughs> at my store. Was it was it like something you were passionate about? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I love wrestling video games because those are like the only ones I ever really play. Because it's like if I lose and whatever, <laughs> you know what I mean. But like, like I loved um, I loved the Arkham games. I loved the Batman games. Uh, I was super big on those. Uh, I, I think I beat like Arkham City and Arkham Asylum, but. Oh, those were dope. Yeah. One of the one of the game. I'm. I never beat video games. I, that's a pro. <laughs> like, I've never been one to be able to actually beat a video game. So it's such a huge accomplishment for me that that I'm still bragging about it now. Whenever that I don't even remember when that was, but I'm still <laughs> bragging hard, about though. it. It's hard though. I beat those games. <laughs> We, and, uh, we live in a day and age where we have like TikTok, where it's just like you get bored so easily. Yeah, like, and, and like that's, that's my trouble. It's scratch scratch the itch as soon as you as soon as you have it that's like, <laughs> that's like what the world is now it's like it and it, it it's kind of like a i hate to say i hate to say like dumbing down because then it's like i'm just some old man shouting out at my, at my lawn get off the lawn but it's oh, really I, like, I can't wait <laughs> i can't wait till i'm old like People will stop questioning me what my age is. Like I can't wait till like my face drops and I like oh. look like Yoda. Like oh, I wanted to, so I wanted exciting. to, I wanted <laughs> to give you a note on one of your jokes. I wanted to give you a note on one of your jokes the other night, oh, but I was like, fun. oh, I didn't want to like. We didn't know each other really. You know? <laughs> I I didn't really know you, so I couldn't like. Hey, I have something I want. Unsolicited advice. Everybody loves that, right? <laughs> Right. <laughs> well, yeah, it's probably best we served, we saved it for now. Yeah. <laughs> who, really? like, who is this? Like, who is this telling me? <laughs> who is this guy? You oh, guys know this guy? This cool, yeah. this cool guy at a yeah. Delaware open mic is giving me advice <laughs> on my jokes. But I, oh, I did man. have some notes. I wanted this. We, I can save it and we could talk about it off air if you want. But, uh, that that was it, it made me think of it because you s said about the people questioning your age thing oh yeah yeah well, that's definitely a thing what is super cool that i noticed and that this is probably why i wanted to have you on the show because it's like you don't <gasps> oh my, my dog just dropped i'm sorry <laughs> sorry wheezy i'm sitting in a <laughs> in like one of those lawn chair things and she just like fell out the side i feel so bad Okay, she's fine. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the, um, <laughs> go ahead. A lot of the times, a lot of the times, when when someone's up there and they're you know they're in in their mode, they're finding their voice. It feels like your voice is so similar to who you actually are, and and the fact that you said that you haven't even been doing it for very long. It's like that's really that's really great, and that, that made me just want to go like, okay, I'm I'm your supporter. I want to see you do it, and I want to see you do it well. 
And that, so I wanted to be on the record to tell you, like, keep it up. You're oh, going to get you. there. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely still searching for my voice. Like, uh, well, yeah, I did theater a bunch. So that mm-hmm. that would come from theater background. But it's, it's just been like trying to figure out like what I want my comedy to be like. And it's been like things like here and there, like what genre is it? Who do I want my audience to be? Mm-hmm. Um testing things out at open mics, seeing if it bombs or not. <laughs> yeah. I said this, I said this to, to Jay the other day. Um, but like, you know how like when somebody, when somebody is like, Hey, good to meet you. And I'm in my head, I'm like, dude, we met, we already met. I, I know I met you. I did that. That happened with you too. <laughs> you, <laughs> you introduced yourself to me at the end of the night. Oh, Hey mate, it was good to meet you. And I'm like, yeah, I met you already. I already met you. And I was like, no way, I'm, really? uh, maybe, maybe I'm just so forgettable. <laughs> I blend in with everyone else. I'm just like everyone else that you, you didn't remember. I just, I meet a lot of people. So I, I, I'm sorry. No, 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 so no, I don't think we actually met, but I think okay. I saw you at punchline that day. Jay was hosting. Oh, I saw you, but I don't think you saw me. It was funny because I was with, I was with my girlfriend and I was like, Oh, I was like, how cool is it? Like after my set, Lemaire came up and told me like, hey, good set, man. And I was like, that's great. And I love to get that validation. And she was like, why do you care? <laughs> why do you care? And I'm like, I want other funny people to think I'm funny too. Like, don't, don't you also have this validation, this damaged hole in you that just wants you to be recognized? We're comedians. Yes, we do want to get recognized. Isn't and, that all of us? Yeah. <laughs> We all have an ego here, and we just our ears just perk up when we hear it. Yes, I had a good set. Did good. <laughs> and it tip, especially when it happens after a bombing streak, mm-hmm. you're just like, oh, finally! Oh my god, that's like that's like porn for comedians. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, I, I actually funny. um. I'm sorry. I, I actually said, like, what if there was, like, a sex hotline, but somebody tells you that you're funny? Yeah. Oh, that's a sketch. That's a sketch right there. Yeah. That, we've got to make... It's like a... Like a... Almost like a suicide prevention hotline, but, like, for, for like, people After who... you bomb? Yeah. But it, it's only, only for, for comedy... Open mics. <laughs> Just like talking it through them. <laughs> like, the person knows what to say. Like, how many people were there? What kind of audience was it? Was it a bar? Were they just like, did they just like, were they distracted by the TVs? With, I mean, I look, you're funny. It, it wasn't you. It was them. You were yeah. good. <laughs> or they can talk you out from like saying like that racist joke that might get you canceled in the future. <laughs> Oh man, I'm so happy some of the things I said have not been recorded. <laughs> well, I mean, Ooh. we're we're living in we're living in a generation of like everything kind of being on the record. Like almost yeah. anything you say and do, someone's seeing it or hearing it or reading it. So it's like well, like people should have been living as if <laughs> before everything could get screenshotted. People yeah. should have been living as if they could have been caught. Or don't do things that are going to be getting you up, like, Canceled. making people outraged. Yeah. 
I I like haven't said anything truly horrible, but there have definitely been things that I just like. I look back at that set and I'm just like cringe. <laughs> the cringe comes and I'm just like, oh no! And now we're up at four a.m. thinking about it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many times like I, like, I just put out I just put out the 50 minute short yesterday. Out of 500 people telling me that it was really good. I got one person that said one bad thing, and I haven't stopped thinking about that. What I haven't stopped say? thinking about that since that happened. What would it? I I like I like critiques, but like if mm-hmm. it's like really harsh, where you're just like, no, I did not like it, or meh. <laughs> well, meh, I automatically was, was like, like, I was like, I was like, yo, tell that guy. He ain't shit, and he ain't ever gonna be shit, and he'd eat shit out of a straw. Is what I said, and you can quote me on that. Who said that? It was just uh, somebody that you didn't know, or yeah, somebody, somebody who I I know who he is, but nobody knows who he is. He's not, he's like a nobody actor. He was like, oh, the acting wasn't good, is what he said about about the short. Like, did you watch the same thing? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's also like it's kind of. I, I was laughing at some parts, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's like you kind of want it to be funny, but right. <laughs> it has like a nice dark touch to it. Right. I mean, like it was that. less. It was less about the the short itself. I'm talking. I was. That was more yeah. of my statement to the guy. Yeah. In, my, in the back of my head, I was well, like, "It's always a nobody, though. Like, right. it's it's always gonna be a nobody." Or like, um, I mean, personally, like it's been you know on Facebook, where it's just like somebody will just comment. And I'll be like, dude, I don't know you. Like, this is the first time I'm seeing your face. Like, and it's always like something negative. It's always somebody I don't know, and they say something negative. And I'm like, okay, but you can like say anything positive on like my positive post, or like, <laughs> uh, like, like, do you feel attacked? It, like, is is that why you're commenting? Because you feel attacked by this? Right. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I made a post, and it was just like, I was just like. You know, a little frustration on the the black square that people have on, okay. on like their Instagrams and stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, I was like, I, well, you could be more vocal about things. There are other ways. You know, use your platform in a positive way, mm-hmm. and um, like stand up for the things that you believe in. Um, mm-hmm. More like a calling out thing, which is like pretty much what the whole movement is. Right. With Black Lives Matter, is just like calling everybody out. And like really just trying to like cover these topics and making people uncomfortable and -hmm. starting that conversation. And yeah, somebody like commented and I did not know this guy. I don't even know how I met this guy or added this guy. Like and he was just like, Well, you know, like I it was just dumb. It was it was like along the lines where like, um, this isn't the way but the way the way you said this isn't the way that like you're going to make change. And I'm like, no, that's what people are doing right now. They're starting on like you commenting, like already lets me know that you're uncomfortable and you probably feel attacked because you haven't been vocal about it. So I hope I put things into perspective. Also, who are you? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I want to tell you this story because it's something I, I got to figure a way to make a bit out of it because, uh, on Monday this week, I started I started training for a new job, right? So Monday, um, there was supposed to be a bunch of people that showed up to the training class. The only person to show up was me. I was the only person. It was me and the instructor. And the instructor was this, like, older white lady, right? 
and she was and the video that she had the show she had the show the class me <laughs> was a thing about sensitivity and about uh you know things that you won't say you know things like that uh, being pc and all that stuff and then she was like well basically you know blah 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 you know with the with the world the world the way the world's in you know the 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 black lives matter and the and the covid and the masks and all that and the police brutality and then she was like but if you look at the stats more white people are getting killed by police than black people i love that argument so much and i was like <laughs> i was like i was like you realize you're part of the problem yeah <laughs> like you realize you realize that you're not fucking helping by like you're the opposite of what this video is telling me. You're telling me to not be a shithead, and then you're being a shithead. Like, do you realize that, like, there are more black, there are more white people? Of course, there are going to be more that are shot. Like, just, <laughs> just, you're stupid. You know, yeah, the, I automatically think of that, like, that SpongeBob meme where he's making, like, the dumb face and it's all mm -hmm. caps and all, like, bottom, like, you know, it's like, um, undercase and like like uppercase and lowercase letters. Mm -hmm. And it's like, did you know that more black people kill black people? <laughs> it's just like, what? <laughs> what? We're okay. Like, yeah, you are part of the problem. Like, it's right. ridiculous. You're, like, you're it, it's not, just, rec not recognizing. Yeah. At people, all. People want to stay ignorant and in their comfort zone. It's, it's a bigger picture than what <laughs> yeah. you think you can see. Like, like there's your, there's your, you know, central line of vision, and then there's the peripheral, and yeah. you don't <laughs> see the peripheral at all. They feel attacked. They feel attacked, and it's just like they—it's personal for them, and just like it's—I don't know. <laughs> like it's when they start feeling attacked or threatened, like you know, like oh, I read something earlier, and it was—it was saying like oh, well, like people are threatened by black power because because they think it's anti-white, whereas they are just thinking it as, like, white power, where it's just, like, white power is essentially anti-black, but that's right. not what black like, power is. You're not, like, <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's not... Black Lives Matter does not equate to, like, burning crosses on your front lawn. Oh, it's not, yeah. It's, it's not the same fucking thing at oh, yeah. all. Just <laughs> remove that that imagery or that 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 programming cuz that's not what it is no one's saying like black lives matter and that's all that matters it's like you got to understand that they haven't been treated like they matter as much as everyone else oh, and yeah, that's like, what that's what the whole thing is is and this affects the rest of the world too cuz mm -hmm. as soon as like this like this all changes it'll affect the rest of the world it will make its like ripple effect across across like you know the world because like even in the Philippines, like Philippines, uh, we we were colonized by the Spanish, and then after that, um, the states came over, and we fought we fought the Americans. Um, we actually had um, the the Buffalo Soldiers from from America actually aided the Filipinos because they did not like how the Americans were treating. Um, we're treating the Filipinos like they just won their independence and then America comes over and then they it's pretty much like, you know, like the Americans came over and like, yo, Philippines, I heard you were having a party. And then they completely like wreck everything like Kyle punches a wall, like a hole in the wall. And 
and then they leave and then they come back and they were like, yo, I heard there was Japs here, you know, mm. like, yeah, <laughs> like it, it's been a struggle. And like the thing is, like the culture itself, like the of the indigenous people of the Philippines has been buried so much under all this colonization. There's like so much influence. There's even uh, because of Spanish colonization, there's there's Spanish um, influence in the language and in the food. Um, we, for some reason, love like spam and like Vienna sausages because that's what the Americans gave us when when they came to the Philippines, um, it's which a, it's I, I love wired. spam, though. <laughs> you don't like it? I love spam. I love spam. But then I found out how spam became popular in the Philippines. And I was mm. just like, no, nah. like, I mean, like my my grandma, like she she remembers the Americans being kind. And then I just did a little bit more research and I was just like, whoa, this was the war. Like there was, there was a lot of, uh, the Filipinos had to fight for a lot. And, um, and it's, it's still in the culture where like, you know, a lighter complexion means that you're going to have an easier life. You know, you're, you're more rich. A lot of their celebrities are like very fair skinned. Um, they don't encourage you to be brown. They give you products. They promote products that lighten your skin. Whitewashing. Yeah. yeah. No, like my mom, literally, literally whitewashing. Like, like my mom gave me a bar of soap and it, it's the whole, like, it says whitening soap on it. Like, <laughs> it's like toothpaste for your body. Yeah. Just slather it all over your body and you're supposed to be lighter, or, you know, or when it, like, I, like if I got I when I was younger I, I like got really really dark and they would be like whoa you're like so dark <laughs> and and I just I was just like okay why why is it so bad why is it so bad that you know when you have a darker complexion you know uh and so that exists in the Philippines like this whole like systemic even systemic racism in the Philippines like it's there too where it's just like you're discriminated against because you are darker because it's just like it just comes with you that like oh well you know they're probably out in the fields working um we're talking about like a country where a huge percentage of of the working class are farmers and like rely on their farms um and and if if black lives matter can like you know really makes moves over here in the u.s and like we can you know change policies or just like um i don't know consider the kkk like a a terrorist group that would be great like then that'll make the ripple effect like in other countries like the philippines where it's just like 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 i like i really want these people to like just embrace like their their culture like actually what it was before colonization and everything because like naturally like some of us some of them like have like that curly hair you know some of them have nappy hair i have straight hair but like you know you see like how dark i got over the summer like um like it's it it's it's really weird like and i learned all of this just going to like getting older and like being curious being curious about my culture and what i was like really curious about is like more about philippine history and like and i actually like joined this like college group um where they actually like taught me like 
about my culture. And I was just like, wow, like the thing about Filipino American, uh, Filipino Americans is that like a lot of our parents like want us to assimilate to American culture so badly that like sometimes they're like, oh, well, no, you don't really need to know the language like or, you know, like your your like perception of what your culture is, is like what you watch on TV, which is like a lot of variety shows. I think the Philippines is still the number one country who like watches television. Um, so it's it's a lot of variety shows, um, like game shows and like dramas and movies and all of that. And and that's that's pretty much what I thought of like culture at first and like firsthand like with my family, like for first and foremost, like food and church and everything. Um, and then I'm and sorry. then I found out the truth of like how deep this goes. And you're just mm-hmm. like, what? <laughs> Whoa, it, it changes everything. Yeah, I mean, I I have to I have to make I have to make this kind of peace with myself pretty often where I, I have to understand that like I never had to go through that in my life. Yeah, like I've been so privileged and so like recognize that. Where I go, like, we're we're these we're these humans. All of us are the same, and we struggle with the same thing. And I, I don't know if you heard me say the thing, uh, how how I've been opening my sets lately is I've been saying like, I'm saying like, you know, you look at somebody and you're like, oh, they got a really nice body. They they got their life must be fine. You know, they got they got they got a nice job. They got a nice car. They got belongings. Their life must be fine. And I compare it to birds. I say, you know, birds. They got the entire sky. A good portion of them still get hit by cars. None of us got it all figured out. It's really, it's really like stop comparing yourself to other people, and it's it seems like not enough people are proud of what they are and they want to be something different. Oh uh, yeah, that that's really sad. That's super sad to see that. Like, it's funny. I was like listening to something today, and they were talking about they were talking about like eating a whole pizza and feeling ashamed for it feeling shame for it i'm like i eat a whole pizza and i'm like yo i ate a whole pizza that's an accomplishment <laughs> you know? yeah i consider that an accomplishment yeah so it's totally it's, it's really like changing what your relationship is with it to you you know it's not like like uh, there's a there's a song uh, i think it, have you ever heard of xavier rudd no uh uh, he's a, he says. Which genre of music is it? It's like a, it's kind of like a spiritual, spiritual like conscious woke music. So like something you would hear at like a coffee shop. Maybe I don't know. I, <laughs> do you know? Do you know Nako? No. Nako med- medicine for the people. Is, well, it, I, is it like I got drums some, and stuff? I got links to send you. I'm gonna send oh, you all stuff. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna send you some stuff. But in the song, he says, uh, "Break the chains of religious imprisonment, return to spirit one soul at a time." Um, it really is like we're not just chained by that, but we're chained by systemic, like programming. And like I heard, I heard a, a wise woman say once. Uh, it, it, they 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 blatantly say like. Oh, television programming. They call it programming right in the word. Like, yeah, 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 it's programming you. Like, 
you're comparing yourself to those people and you're like, wow, like, oh, I feel shame for this. I feel shame for that. It's like, none of those people are me though. Nobody, nobody who ever sees me is me. Nobody who ever, I I can never understand what it's like to be you. I can never understand for a second what life looking through your eyes is on a daily basis. Even for one second, no idea. But you're absolutely perfectly who you are. And I, I wouldn't want anyone to ever change anything about themselves that wasn't, you know, unless it was something that was like risking their health or, um, you know, risking the health of others, for oh, yeah. sure. Unless it was, of course, to evolve, to change in a good way. Of course, I want, of course I want everyone to sort of wake up to themselves and be like, wow, I, I ate a whole pizza today. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm like that all the time. I'm like, yeah, sick. Ate a whole pizza. Pizza, <laughs> man. I'm, I'm, I'm one step closer to becoming a ninja turtle. I love that. <laughs> like, would you say that you like resented like growing up privileged at some point, or? I just did, I was unaware of it. You know what yeah. I mean? I didn't, it wasn't that I resented it, but yeah. right now I, you know, I'm like, I gotta recognize. I got to recognize that other people, other people's voices need to be heard. Oh yeah. Need 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 to be heard, and people need to be aware that like other folks are going through this pain, yeah. and recognize it. I mean, like growing up, like I I was always able to like get into a good school, so a lot of my friends did have privilege, and like, but I never like, I never really like. View, define them by like the privilege that they had like I, I let I let their personalities like define them and like that's why I'm their friend not because like I don't know Billy has a pool in the back or something like uh, what, what can you uh, do for me friend yeah yeah it's a, it was never really that it was just they were good friends and like I, I was like always like a nerd like growing up so like my friends who like were privileged who would like reach out to me, like that would that'd be really cool. But can, can I can I really throw really quickly throw this caveat? Yeah. When I when I'm when I when I uh, recognize my privilege, and no way was that ever financially, ever ever ever. Oh <laughs> yeah up, yeah. No. <laughs> always super poor. I was the poorest kid in school. Like wore hand me down clothes from the dumpster. I for sure like. Privilege on privilege, but like there's struggle. There's struggle for everybody. So right, whatever right. my struggle was, that that was my that was you know what I was stuck inside of. And I think too many people get stuck in what's inside of what their struggle is so much that they won't recognize everybody else's and go, wow, yeah, yeah you you're really you're really in you're really in pain, and you should heal that pain. Yeah, definitely. Um, Like so, my my family like they're they're pretty much nurses. So like compassion like runs in my family, and like mm-hmm. it's it it was just like easy to understand people, even like people in like my neighborhood, definitely, mm-hmm. um, and just like talking talking to other people, like I think it's it's just important to just to listen, you know. Did you? Yeah. Did you watch Joe Coy's new special? I did, I did. Yeah, yeah, I definitely, I definitely enjoyed it. And I, was, I, I, I really I, liked it a lot. 
you know how i use like, um, everything was philippine everything yeah dude everything <laughs> are you are i have you, to i have to pay attention dancer? to them <laughs> yeah. are you also a break dancer <laughs> no no but <laughs> i do i i like i like singing karaoke so that's yeah. are, are, are you good yeah. at it are you a uh, musician yeah. i did musical theater in college so okay. uh for for like old... inclined <laughs> as, I, I as love evident musicals. by my my little song that i sang in the beginning when i was playing the drum <laughs> <laughs> yeah musicals are like my favorite Oh, Jokoi, like, I have to pay attention to him, though. Because then mm -hmm. I have to, like, see if, like, there's anything that's being, like, repeated in some of my bits that, like, touch uh, uh, touch yeah. Filipino culture. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I have to. Yeah. Like, I think he said, I use, like, Mexicans of the sea to, like, describe Filipinos. And, mm -hmm. like, and I'm just, like, curious as uh, he said something, like, along the lines and, of that. And I was like, can I still say this? Like... <laughs> Yeah, but I, I was saying it like way before like I saw the special though. So, mm -hmm. but you know, like you get you think about something and then like somebody else famous like comes out with the concept and you're like, dang it! <laughs> oh man, I, I was just having this conversation <laughs> a couple days ago about like concepts are so inceptual, and I like they they just pop in your head and you're like, ah, I wonder if anybody has a joke that's something like this. I had taken a I had taken a break from comedy a couple years ago, and. I, and I came back with a, a a bit that I wanted to do, and I I did it, and I w turned to my friend Noah. Do, do you know Noah? Noah Houlihan? Probably have seen him. Don't really know okay. him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I turned to Noah, and I was like, "Is that a hacky? Is other are other people doing that that material? Is that a hacky?" And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, yes." Yeah, I love hacky. that this is a real thing, and I understand. <laughs> I was, I was like, am I a hack? And he's like, yeah. you're not a hack. What you did was hacky. Don't identify as a hack. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the word, it's it's like, that's the word that like, how, if you really want to offend a comic, just mm -hmm. like, just call him a hack. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I use it for everything though. I use it for everything. Any, any, any interaction with people, I'm like, oh, I know that they're just doing that to kind of like, see what happens if they say that the one thing and i'm like oh, you're you're a real fucking hack like in the back of my head i'm like yeah you're <laughs> you ain't you ain't coming from anywhere like, yeah you ain't coming from anywhere that isn't unsafe you know what i mean for what you already know i, I love puns though but puns <laughs> when i hear puns i love them but i'm like i hate that i love them and i'm just like get out that was really funny but get out like <laughs> well puns puns are my cup of tea uh that's my that's like my my um my frequency i i um returning to the stage i hadn't been on stage for four for the last four months and i was like oh i'm just gonna do a bunch of like puns and one-liners like right from just just to knock the rust off because it's been four months since i've been on stage so this set that I did like last week or whatever, it was yeah. all just bad. It wasn't even good. <laughs> I didn't do any like, I didn't do any like sh structured things because I was like, hey, it's a bar in Delaware. Who's gonna pay attention? Yeah, there, there were there people talking in the back. I think I could hear that um, a little bit. Like people were like starting to talk. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I am certain that 
almost everybody got up and walked out of the room like as soon as I went up on stage. Like I walked the room just by being announced to come up on stage. Like, oh, give it up for Core Castle. And everyone goes, yay. And then like a ton of people got up and left. I was like, oh, oh all right. Well, like I comics? Guess I can't. Yeah. Was that uh, us? Did we leave? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's, I don't, it's probably because it's probably because we did. I don't know. You never want to be that guy. And I'm so sorry. <laughs> but I, I will say that when you do hear like somebody bomb, like there, there is like kind of with among other con- comics there, there's just kind of like mutual respect that like hmm. you did it, buddy. You got up on stage at least. Yeah. <laughs> there's a, do, do, you, do you know Joey Doc? Uh, Joey Doc. Joey Doc. Yeah, he's a Philly comic, redhead kid. Oh, Doherty. Yeah, Joe Doherty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He he did a bit like, dude. He, he got into he got into it like he was like he was like seventeen or something, like this showing up at like showing up at like Raven Lounge, and I remember him doing a bit where he he was like, yeah, this guy approached me after I got off stage, and he was like. I, I quote this all the time. I, I have to give Joey the shout out because I say this all the time. And the guy approached me and he was like, you know, you're really brave. You're really brave. <laughs> and he was like, cool. I was going for funny. Yeah. <laughs> That's not what I want to hear. It's like, you, you, don't, you don't have to pander to me now. <laughs> but oh, yeah, man. I had a similar thought when somebody always... Like somebody without fail will come up to you and and say, com- comment on something, you know, like hey, like oh, we, you, your shirt's cool, your hat's cool. It's like, uh, I, I wanted to be funny. Like I want you to pay attention to my words, not what my shirt says. Yeah. No, I feel like I was there. I think I was there. I was sitting there. Did I walk out? I don't know. I don't I, know. I I only walked out on like one set. Cause he used the c word. That wasn't you, was it? That was those. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I yeah. mean, I did, I did, I did pretty squeaky clean. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I did a pretty squeaky clean. Yeah. No. I did a, a bunch of like dad jokes. That was that. Oh, was, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I just did like a handful of dad jokes, and I was like rapid fire dad jokes. Dad jokes are the best. They're they're really. Like, people don't appreciate them enough. No, I, I'm not even a dad. Nor, yeah. nor do I have any desire to be a dad. <laughs> I do not have any desire. I'm okay, sure, sure like to say not one of those. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm good with, with the cat and the dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, well, do, well, that's some, something maybe that you can kind of touch on too like um you know like certain certain like societal pressures and like cultural pressures on women to like get they get to a certain age and they're like oh your clock's ticking and like there's like a pressure on women in that in that way like how how do you deal with that i mean there's definitely a pressure like with having having that time frame but i really have to be like 
unselfish but like selfish but like you know not not so selfish by like just because like i want a baby like Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that like oh i can i need to i need it to like come from me like Mm -hmm. i've come to terms that like i don't need it to come from me like i just know like right now i am nowhere near ready for that and like i don't want it and if if for myself like if the time comes and i'm like I think I want a kid like and if I'm not ready like there's there's plenty of kids I can adopt mm-hmm. like that's how I view it like I could I could I can adopt a kid and that kid will be my kid like mm-hmm. that's it like it doesn't have to come from me like although like like that's that's something that I thought about but it's just like just knowing where I am in life just like I can't commit to that I think it's less selfish it's less selfish to uh, to put, it's like, I know that I've got to now be like, and I, I quote, did you ever see the crow? Yeah. And in the crow, when, when he like visits the mom, the mom of, of the main girl, he like grabs her by the arm and the drug, the drugs come out of her like injection spot. And he says, uh, he says, Mother is the name for God in the hearts and minds of children. Uh, and, and, then, and I'm like, I never stopped thinking about that. Since I heard that in like 1995, when I first watched that movie. And it's like, oh, wow. it's like yeah. Like, I, I, had to, I had to recently quote that to my dad. When I was like, you have to understand, we didn't know other people before we knew you. So you are our measuring stick for what people are supposed to be. And if you treated us bad, we think people are bad. Right. Yeah. And it's like, you, you are selfless to not take on that role because you know you're not ready for it. That's a, that's a role that you have to play. You have to play. You go from being not someone's mom to that you go from being May to automatically you're somebody's mom now that's an identity shift that's absolutely you gave up who you were and now that who you are is someone's mother someone's father someone's parent someone's role model i strive to be a role model i would love to be a role model please please adore me please (laughs) be inspired by me i love it go ahead but i i I'm, i'm not equipped to be dissected like that, like to be analyzed that way by a fresh set of eyes who is basing the world on my behavior. Yeah, definitely. It's it's a lot. It's you you are the role model, like, and I, I think it would just be like based on experience, like. So you so you grew up poor, right? Yeah. Yeah, so it's just like I I grew up poor too, and I'm just like I don't want us to be poor, <laughs> like or like I I I just don't want them to like know the struggles that <laughs> that I like I I want to tell them about the struggles and like you know to make them grateful Chappelle about what did, they have. Chappelle did such a good a good bit about it. Oh yeah, yeah. On Sticks and Stones, he was like, "When you're when you're a poor when you're a poor kid, 
you think it's only happening to you. Like you right. look around <laughs> school, everyone's doing fine. You think it's only happening to you. And he's like, whatever it was, he was like, uh, he had to go, he had to do something for school. And he asked his dad for $2 for the thing. And his dad said he didn't have it. And he's like, you don't have $2. And then he said, and when that happened, he said out loud, man, I hate being poor in front of his dad. And his dad was like, nah, you ain't poor. You broke. Yeah. <laughs> poor is a mentality. I, and it's like, you, sometimes you just pick those little kernels. You pick those little, yeah, that's right. cherry pick that, that wisdom. Cherry pick that wisdom. And Chappelle, Chappelle is so full of those nuggets. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, definitely like not shitting on poor people, but <laughs> I'm like, sorry, excuse oh, my dude. language, but like, I think, no, don't, don't yeah. you can curse, you can say shit. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, well, it's really, it's really, <laughs> it's really like poverty is, is as systemic as wanting to whiten your skin. It's like oh, yeah. you, sometimes it's like you're comparing yourself to somebody and most likely it's somebody who's got more money than you. And you must think that that's the answer to all your questions. Uh, all the, the answer to all your prayers is this money. And it's like, it's like we got to, as a, as a race of humans, understand that the wealth is in your health. With oh, like dude, being true to be yourself. So sweet though. What's that? <laughs> money would be so sweet right yeah, now. Wouldn't it, be, wouldn't it be cool? <laughs> yeah. Everything is, everything is it's really like, yes, things would be maybe easier. Maybe we wouldn't have to live so scared. Yeah, cool. But like, we still have to be careful about, we still have to be careful about the the stuff we we attract to ourselves and the and the impressions we make on people and the like what we do with our voice you know like what we if if let's say okay at this point currently since we're we're jumping on that timestamp uh i i'm i'm just as poor as i've ever been like oh yeah <laughs> i i haven't i haven't had i haven't had income at all since uh since march i'm just yeah digging myself into a credit card debt and uh no unemployment stimulus check gone just shove that shovel down yeah uh, and i people ask me how i'm doing i'm great i'm doing great I love where I am. I love that I have the opportunity to talk into a microphone and have people listen to it. I love that I have the opportunity to to release something that some somebody might get get a cool experience out of. Maybe I'll I'll tell a joke and somebody laughs and maybe they'll remember that laugh. And maybe they'll learn a little something from something I'm saying and that sticks with them. The same way like people People have said little things here and there, and they've stuck with me. Maybe that'll happen. I just want to make sure that I'm as much of a role model to whoever and whatever as I want for me. I absolutely wish that this podcast was a podcast I could have listened to when, when everything was bad. But, you know, I love who I am, and... Who I am is not wrapped up in what I have. Yeah. 
It's definitely important. Uh, I mean, this has been really great with quarantine because it's it's given me so much headspace. Actually, this is it's it's been a time where like I've been able to just like reflect on everything. Mm-hmm. Like it's been great. Like I I just I was able to like put things into perspective and just like you know what what direction do I want to go into? Um, you know where am I going with like with comedy? Where am I going with like my career? Where am I going with everything I have? Um, like, what type of influences do I want to make? And, yeah, and I'm, I'm probably, like, the most broke I've ever been. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> but I will that, say that, like... That's, that's co- why my brother drove me to that mic. <laughs> my brother yeah. drove me to that mic. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, a, it's an experience, though. Like, I, I don't... I don't regret, like, how I grew up. Like, mm-hmm. I actually, like, I had to pick out the things that I learned from it. You know, everything that I learned from, from, like, like, I would say, like, I feel like I'm in a better place now because I'm an adult and I'm in control of my life and, and being an adult is great. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's it's been like like thinking a lot and and like i'm just i've just been like chilling man it's and like it's like kind of like readjusting to life with like in terms of like oh well you know how do i how do i use technology now for for everything did did you start this um did you start this thing at the beginning of quarantine or like no no man this is this what? is uh, my fourth year, I think. I'm in That's my wild, year. dude. But I... <laughs> it's, it's probably the best it's ever been. Yeah. Because I, I think I was on your YouTube page, and I was just like, I think it stopped. So I was like, right. it's only, I think it stopped at like, maybe like six episodes. And I was just like, maybe, okay, maybe I like stopped, like it stopped well, like loading the page or something. Well, <laughs> I didn't realize it was, it was huge. Well. <laughs> Most of the episodes are just audio. Oh. So, so um, since quarantine started, I'm able to release video too. So that's that's why on the YouTube page you've seen and there's and no like the audience who's who's checking out the podcast, nobody really watches the videos. Everyone just listens to the audio. But yeah. if if I mean if that's a that's a form that works better for you, like most I'm finding that um, I'm getting more YouTube views from women than from men. Oh, it's, it's weird. Like I, mean, when I, I had it, I had it in the background because n- normally I'll like pull up YouTube while I'm like mm-hmm. doing something else, and I'll just I'll listen to the audio. So if the yeah. audio is there, it's just like it's there on the and algorithm. It, and, and it's also like weird because um, I had the opportunity um, through through the quarantine to like reach out to a lot of people who otherwise would have just completely ignored me completely ignored my request for them to come on the show and and uh just it's like well i know you're home because we all are you know? <laughs> i know you're home i know you're gonna read this like check me out like the, if nothing else look okay my following's not big enough for it to help you at all to be on my show but what you can do 
is you can end the sh- when the show ends, you can be like, wow, that was cool. Well, like that that's a conversation that I wouldn't normally have had because I would have had my face in my phone the whole time. Or or like, oh, I would have been just watching another show or watching another movie. I would have been binge watching something because I'm at home. And some sometimes it's like and and my I, I'm not please don't take it as a bragging because it's definitely not. But like recently this podcast and my other podcast, my wrestling podcast, the numbers have spiked. Not like not like anything impressive, but compared to what they were pre quarantine, yeah. it's like people are at home and they're looking for something to entertain them and hopefully uh Hearing sincere conversations can help them be entertained. Yeah. I mean, from what I've heard, everything is just like, it, yeah, it's like sitting outside with your comedian friends, you know, just having, yeah. having the conversations and just like laughing about things or just poking fun at each other or roasting each other. Right. Oh, man. Speaking of roast, what, what roast was that? Uh, it was uh, NYC Fight Club. Oh, Fight Club NYC, I think Comedy Fight Club is called. Comedy Comedy Fight Club. It's it's usually like in the basement of some bar in in Manhattan. I forget Brooklyn, maybe. I don't, I don't know. So so was but this like online? It was on Zoom. Yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. Ugh, it wasn't good at all. <laughs> I actually I did my first roast yeah. over quarantine. What that was, was a lot of fun. Lemaire's show. Uh, no, it, it was, uh, it was a roast battle. Um, he does, what, are you talking about the variety show that he has? Like feud or the, something? The feud, yeah, the debate show. That's more oh. of like, uh, yeah, it was like I, a, I, I haven't checked it out. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm a really bad friend. Like when people t- <laughs> tell me that they, that they have things and they do things. I go, oh, cool. It's cool that you have it. Oh, it's cool. It just that leaves you, my head. <laughs> it's cool that you do it. I see that it exists, but I, 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 I'm too, I'm too distracted. Oh yeah, I like. That's, that's the other part of it, man. Like I, I was saying to you earlier, like, yeah, I, I really, really appreciate the effort that it took because. I'm not on the radio or TV that I just happen to be on in the background. You had to make that effort. You had to take that extra step to find the show and click it and listen or something. So it's not, you know, this this effort that you take to sit with me today, just hanging. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I have to appreciate the currency that is your effort, the currency that is your attention. Because, dude, we can we can – Start paying attention to something else later. That's why I call it a currency because it's paying. You're paying this attention to me, and I, I'm stoked about it. Dude, likewise, <laughs> comics love attention. <laughs> they definitely do. I mean, it, I'm all about the vibes too, man. Like, if, if people are just vibing, like, or just like, I've 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 made so many new friends over quarantine, which I didn't even think was possible. Mm-hmm. With all the social distancing, like I made, I made friends from like other states or like via online or doing shows and just like mm-hmm. meeting new people. Like and then, and then I, I'm just kind of like slowly waiting for the day where I like I get to meet some of these people in person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, like I yeah, I threw a show where like my co-host was like all the way in New York, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. <laughs> and she, do you know uh, Lauren Rosenberg? No, she, I don't. she's like all she's like in uh, New York scene and like she's like from there and like we we had a great time like trying to plan that show. It was stressful, but we did have our stressful moments. But it mm-hmm. was it was it was a lot of fun to do. And I was just like, wow, I actually made a friend over quarantine. I didn't think it was possible. It, yeah, it was, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so hard to think like to to really like imagine it. You know, yeah. imagining it is is a, such a funny thing. Like I know, um, I, I had an experience. Uh, I don't even know how recent it was, but do you know who Zach Amico is? Mm, I don't. Doesn't really ring a bell. Well, he has he has a a podcast that's pretty popular, right? Yeah. So he's like got a pretty big big following on on all social media. But like him and I have kind of been friends for a while, because, through through wrestling. Um, so, uh, he, he played a show in Philly and, and, and he was, and he drew fans, fans came and one of the fans came up to him and at like, while him and I were talking and was like, bro, I listen all the time. I am obsessed with the show. And Zach went, thanks. And then the guy walked away and I was like, dude, if that was me, I would have been like, what's your favorite stuff? Tell me every single thing. Like, I was <laughs> Tell me, tell me what episodes you've listened to. Tell me what what your favorite bits are. I want to hear it all. I want to hear like the feed, like somehow I, the gigantic validation hole inside the validation monster that, that needs to needs to be complimented. Yeah. Um. So two more things. Two more things, and then I'll let I'll. Let you roll. I'll let you hot dog and a handshake. Pro wrestling hand. Pro wrestling payday. Hot dog and a what handshake. What did you just say? Hot dog and a handshake. Yeah. Let's. I'll let you get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> what is that even? I just thought. What, I just thought about a hot dog in hand. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, in in indie wrestling, like yeah. indie wrestling, like not not WWE, not, not like the big times. The the joke has been we don't get paid enough. And they're like, oh, yeah, the promoters pay us with a hot dog and a handshake. It's like, oh, thanks for coming. So, oh, so a drink uh, ticket. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What's that? A drink ticket. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same thing as, yeah, as doing, doing shows for comedy. A hot yeah. dog and a handshake. That's your payday. <laughs> so when I say, I'll give you a hot dog and a handshake and you can leave, that's my <laughs> way of saying, like, all right, we'll wrap it up. We'll take it home right off into the sunset. Uh, so... Since I was telling you about the timestamps, the timelines, and you were talking about, you know, we were talking about this 2020 life that we're living, where we're locked in our homes and we're broke as we've ever been. I want you to give a message to your future self, if not somebody who cares about you, somebody who loves you dearly and just wants to hear what the real May is like uh, in 20, 30 years. What is the message directly to him? So I'm calling this audio time travel. So you're going direct and you're speaking directly to that version of you or speaking directly to that person who cares about you because this audio, this audio is outliving us. Like for sure, we are living on this record and this record happens to be quarantine 2020, pandemic, 
coronavirus. What would you be saying? Hmm. Say, don't be afraid to live your life. Definitely. Yeah. Um, don't be afraid to live your life, you know. Um, don't be afraid of who you are. You know, know who you are and be proud of who you are. And it, if you're not proud of who you are, then just work on yourself. And But also, don't be too hard on yourself. Um, also, it's not the size of the wand. It's the magic in the wizard. I, 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 I accept that. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for having me here. So this is how we wrap up every time. This is how we wrap up every time. Um, I mean, you're young, so you might not you might not know Jerry Springer. I love Jerry Springer. How young? Wait, what's young? I, I don't know. What are you like? Twenty eight. Like twenty nine. Okay, so so you're young. You, I feel you're old, still, dude. <laughs> what's that? I, like I said, I can't wait till I get old. <laughs> can't wait. Yeah. These kids can leave so, me alone. <laughs> uh, how how old do you think I am? Uh, I'll give you thirty-two. Thanks. I'm thirty-six. Oh, cool. <laughs> well, I was saying, uh, the way I end the show is I usually say, hypothetically, hypothetically, I've gifted you this show. Okay. So this episode has been the pilot episode of Evolving with May. Right. So in Jerry Springer's final thought, the sort of the way he wrapped it up at the end of the show, you take like whatever, like the biggest messages from the show were. The biggest life lessons that you've got that you've had that can help people who hear it or watch it evolve to become a better version of themselves. I don't know. Sometimes life is a little rough, but keep on trucking. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, from my dog and from me. You are great. You are great. We. <laughs> well, I, dude, uh, this has been awesome, and I really, really hope we can do it again. I honestly like. I like to. I like to follow up after yeah. a little while. I like to follow up after a little while and sort of recheck back in with with the. Uh, the friends who I've made on this on this show, and you know, hopefully, hopefully, you know, when we when we do it, we're both in bigger and better positions as far as not being stuck in our homes and broke. I know, I can't wait. <laughs> Honestly, can't wait. <laughs> well, um, I don't know. I, I'm a, I'm ashamed that I didn't say this earlier, but is there anything? that you want to ask me is there any uh thing that you want to say that that uh i didn't give you the opportunity to <laughs> or the, how long have you, you been wrestling for i have been wrestling since i was 14 years old <laughs> god dang 
Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. I I would say I I made my pro debut in 2002. So, from 2002 to now, I usually say it's been like about almost 19 years. That's really cool. Shoot. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, Any, I, I do else? like watching it. I'm not like heavy on it, but oh no, no, I enjoy, I enjoy a show. Mm. I I enjoy live things definitely. Like if you take me to one, I'll I'll watch. Yeah. Um, I just want to make sure I let you know. I'm happy to be a resource for you in any way that I possibly can be. If you just need a friend, if you need to talk, that goes for anybody hearing me or seeing me. I'm not a hard person to get a hold of. You reach out to me, and I'll absolutely help you out as much as I can. If you're ever, if you're ever traveling to Sesame Place and you need a couch to sleep on, <laughs> I'm here. Oh, we should all go to Sesame Place. <laughs> Double and, day. <laughs> and, you know, uh, this is this has been great, man. I I hope we can like we could do this again, and we'll and we'll like write stuff. We'll write some jokes. I love I love a good a good uh, round table writing sesh. Oh yeah! Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's it. It's definitely like um like want to write more, more and more. Like that's that's the thing. It's been hard. I think it it was hard like the first few months, but mm. I was just like, but now I'm just telling myself like now is the time. Now is the time to do that. Yeah, dude. Well, I hope that you stay safe during this i wish you all the best i wish you so much success and i'm on your i'm on your team i got your back you need anything i'll help you out as best i can resources (laughs) resources are all yours yeah thanks so much for doing no worries thanks for having me you're so welcome yeah (laughs) well i appreciate your time anybody listening if this is your first time checking out the show what are you even waiting for? What, what? <laughs> no, you can go back. You can go back and check out the archives. There's like a hundred. There's like a hundred and eighty-eight other episodes of the show. Check those out. Get, hit the subscribe button so that every single Monday you'll hear a new one. And man, everybody, be fun, have safe, and keep evolving. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs>